another episode of the Breathe In Podcast, a daily devotional through the Bible to help you read and love God's Word. I'm Neil. And I'm Stephen. And today's a sad day. A sad day? It's a sad day. I think it's a, a great day. It's the last chapter of Hebrews. That's man. why I, see, I love Hebrews. I, I I mean, Hebrews is great, but I always, I don't be like, oh, we're leaving Hebrews. It's like, yeah, we completed Hebrews. Uh, is so, this a glass, glass half full, glass yeah, half empty? Yeah, I guess so. That's right. <laughs> uh, because you know what's after Hebrews? James. James. Boy, doc, I'm, old Dr. James. And I'm looking at James, and I got chapter one underlined. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, it's so Carved much, up. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But 13 in Hebrews is also really good, and that's yeah. what we're talking about today. Uh, these, you know, the the subtitle, uh, the, the non-inspired subtitle <laughs> is called uh, Final Exhortations. Yeah. And so the way marching I, orders, marching orders. The way I look at this is like, if the rest of Hebrews is true, what ought we do? So yeah. this is an application chapter. So if Jesus is better than the temple, if Jesus is better than the sacrifices of bulls, if his covenant is if, better. If <laughs> Jesus has a better covenant and Jesus is a better high priest, if his blood uh, satisfies the wrath of God once and for all, if if we can receive that through faith and please God through faith. If all that is true, what ought we strive to do? Mm. And in verse one, he says, if all this is true, let brotherly love continue. Mm. Don't neglect to show hospitality. Remember those in prison. Let the marriage bed be honored and marriage be honored. Uh, Keep your life free from the love of money be satisfied like all these truths is like something we walk with every day which tells me like our faith is an everyday faith is every day our faith is not a sunday only faith mm. our faith is an everyday faith mm. that impacts every la- aspect of our life mm. the greatest vitamin oh man is the gospel Oh, that's so bad. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not even gonna smirk or giggle <laughs> at Give that. Give it to me. It's like Zondervan, <laughs> family Christian bookstore, <laughs> get you at the counter trash. <laughs> Those little mints with crosses on them. Uh huh. That's right. That's right. Oh my gosh. You're uh, welcome. I always, I always struggle. Like, I understand bookstores have like to like make a profit yeah but but it always just made me sick that that was how they did it like the shirts and yeah the, yeah and all that well just well, even not not even the shirts but like corny stuff yeah like oh hey you did say on this podcast share the gospel in whatever cheese ball way you can yeah, do that's it that's true that's true <laughs> would you like a gospel <laughs> <laughs> what in the world is that? Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Oh my gosh, I never viewed that as an evangelistic tool. <laughs> You're welcome. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be changing your Altoid cans, stripping the paint. Oh man. Well, I took us off the <laughs> run there. Yeah. So, uh, what what do we do, right? Yeah. So I, I think you know he starts with let brotherly love come continue and i love the language he uses there because it's a familial language right treat treat those that you are in fellowship with as family and love them as a family loves one another and and then he goes outward right don't neglect hospitality Mm. um man what is it about hospitality that is so rich when it comes to the christian faith i mean God was hospitable to us, yeah. right? God welcomed us in. He 
show kindness to us. Uh, so I, I do think it's a it's an essential aspect of what it means to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. On some level, some people have a gift of hospitality. Sure, we probably know those people. Cause <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we've experienced the benefit of that gift. But this is this is not saying people with a gift of hospitality no. needs to show hospitality. He's like, don't neglect to show hospitality. Yeah, do it. Uh, in my in my Bible class, we're currently talking about. Well, last week we were talking about angels and demons and the devil. And he quoted this verse about, you know, showing, uh, welcoming angels as guests without knowing it. That's kind of how it started up. We just started, morphed into a conversation about hospitality. And I said, why, why, don't, why don't people show hospitality anymore? And it was, we're too busy and our house isn't clean. Mm. And I'm like, well, those are two easy things to fix. Yeah. Right? Well, become less busy. Yeah. And... And brush your uncleanliness. And, and let people know <laughs> with your house unclean. Or that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I, I think I think that is I think that's that, that's the answer. Mm. But I think we fall into this this Instagram mentality yeah. where we think everything has to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our, we don't want to compromise our image. Right. Right. Mm. And, and so, hospitality could potentially compromise your image that. You want others to believe about you. And again, it's very you-focused. Yeah. And sure. hospitality is an other-focused, um, you know, aspect of ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sh- show love, show hospitality. Uh, remember those in prison as though you were in prison with them and being mistreated as though you yourselves were suffering bodily. I think this is just like... Christians who are being persecuted Christians who are being persecuted specifically. So you're like, how do, we, how do we connect with this? It's like, well, we can show hospitality to Christians in other parts of the world or show concern for Christians in other yeah. parts of the world. Uh, but it's also connecting with Christians who are in hospitals. Yeah. Uh, basically, what, what, what did Jesus say to... Treat others the way you want to be treated. Yeah. So if you were in prison for the gospel, well, you would want someone to come visit you. I think this verse has a lot of implications on our our context. I think prison, the idea of prisoners, is something that the military mimics. You know, it's not the same. Obviously, like soldiers are prisoners. Yeah. It's, I mean, think about it. you oh, live. Dude, you can get away with saying all sorts of things that I can't. Okay. Well, <laughs> so. I'll say. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you live behind a fenced off serpentine wire area you they can call you and tell you you have to be here when i say no matter what you can't leave when Mm -hmm. you want to leave you're gonna go where we tell you to go exactly you'll eat what we tell you to eat right and so i think like for us we might not say prison but we would say remember those who are deployed remember those who are uh, separated from their families for mm-hmm. a, a period of time, right? Like caring, having that idea of caring for others. Of caring for others, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It and then verse four talks about the implications for marriage. Yeah, uh, honor marriage. Mm. Th- this is something that man, marriage marriage is definitely under attack in our society. Oh yeah. Um, so I think we we need to be a people that promote marriage, that encourage marriage. Um, you know. That that we we, we protect, for it. yeah, and protect it, yeah. Like we fight for it. Uh, so whether that is, you know, like pushing back against our culture that says don't get married, yeah, or pushing back against our culture that says be, wait forever before you get married, or, or be married in whatever way serves you best, or whatever way that's yeah, <laughs> right. wherever your desires may take you. Yeah. No, we're promoting biblical, healthy 
marriages. Right. Between a man um, and a woman for a and, lifetime. And then it's not just like we're promoting marriage, but we're promoting the health of that marriage. Yeah. Because he said... Uh, keep, keep it undefiled. Keep it undefiled. Yeah. So he says, because God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterers, which tells me there's more than one way to defile the marriage bed. Right? That's right. You can defile it through adultery, but there's other sexually immoral ways that you can defile a marriage bed. Yeah. So we're, we're fighting to protect that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Being satisfied. Oh, uh, man. Once again, how this is like... America's chapter. All the things that, <laughs> that we, we are we suck at. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Hospitality, marriage, satisfaction through uh, you know with with what we've been given materially. Uh, but and, and I love I love oftentimes we hear Jesus saying, "I will never leave you or forsake you, or I will never leave you or abandon you." We always think of that as proclaiming the gospel. Right. Behold, I'll be always with you always. Right. But here he's talking about this. With materialism, mm. be satisfied with what you have. I, I will provide what you need because I am with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the Lord is my helper; I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? It's kind of a great capstone. Mm. He will help you in your obedience. You don't have to fear what you don't have or what your, you know, how people may perceive you or whatever else it is. Yeah. No one can do anything of you because you have been bought with a price. Right. And that's the foundation for the whole book. Yeah, and even on like a look at verse seven, uh, verse seven says, "Remember your leaders who have spoken God's word to you, as you carefully observe the outcome of their lives, imitate their faith." Mm-hmm. I think once again, this this hits at America because we like to make celebrity leaders. Yeah, and oftentimes they fall, mm-hmm. and oftentimes people's faith falls with them. Yeah, and here he's saying, "Yeah, remember your leaders," but he's also saying. Watch the outcome of their lives yeah. and imitate that faith. Like if their faith is good and fruitful, imitate that. Imitate that, but don't let your faith rise and falls on, on someone else's faith. On someone else's faith <laughs> yeah. or failure of of their <clears throat> leadership. Right. Yeah. Mm. And there's so much more in the rest of the chapter, um, but you know I think that's a good place to to kind of end. Um, and, and to exhort you in. Mm-hmm. So, man, let brotherly love continue. Uh, continue to love each other well. Here, here are some several ways you can do that. Yeah. Um, that's to breathe in. Why don't I breathe out in prayer? Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, we thank you for these final exhortations from the author of Hebrews. Lord, uh, they are not lost on us, and they are so relevant in our lives. Lord, they were not for some distant, ancient heroes. They are for us today. So, God, I just pray that our love would continue towards one another to be faithful, uh, to be marked by an other's focusedness, um, that we would be a hospitable people. We would remember those who are being mistreated. We would honor our marriages, Lord, that we would uh, be content in what you have provided, Lord, and so much more. Lord, we love you, but we ask that you would, as you are our helper, that you would help us in this. Uh, for the sake of your name. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, thanks for listening to the Breathe In podcast. We hope you're edified and encouraged today. We will catch you next time with James chapter 1.